Hello and welcome to the Wax Show. I'm your host TJ. I'm uh, Matt, and I'm Darn It Dan. And uh, we're we're more freestyling today. We're just gonna chit chat and talk about some things. I have a hot take that really isn't a hot take. It just depends on your views, I guess, and how you would accept it or not accept it. <laughs> and uh, I, mean, I think it's a hot take. <laughs> See, there we go. Um. I guess, should I just jump into it then? Yeah. Alright. So, I think in the in the current state of the U.S. right now, which I guess I kind of need to date it a little bit, that we're in about halfway through 2021. So it'll be a little bit later by the time you hear this, but after COVID and certain things that have happened, I don't think wages should just be risen by the government on like a mandated, alright, all wages go up. Which See, so go ahead. Do you mean that you don't think minimum wage should be risen? Because it sounds like that's what you're saying, but you're not saying those specific words, and I don't know if you're avoiding those specific words for a reason. No, I'm not avoiding those for a specific reason. Yeah, I don't think minimum wage should be risen, which I forget what it is right now. It's different in every state, so what your minimum wage is isn't our minimum wage. Oh, yeah. In the cheaper true. states, it's around seven to eight bucks. The more expensive states, it's about double that. That makes sense, because then the price of living. So it evens out to a, approximately which, the same thing, right? Which is kind of the, the root of the problem. Uh, is what you just described is minimum wage is tailored to where you're earning the wage and where you're presumably spending a majority of the wage, which we all just agreed makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yes. And the issue that we're facing is certain states, trying to not make this political, certain states and certain groups are trying to get the federal government to step in and say, this is the minimum you can pay somebody per hour across the entire country. That's why this is a, like, the way it's structured is a bad idea. Are there better ways to do this that more people would be a fan of? Probably. Have they been talked about in the public eye? No. Yeah. I mean, I agree. <laughs> and do do I... I feel like... Well, I feel like, Matt, you recognize what I'm getting at with that. Yeah, right? and I can hop into that if you want. I do have some questions for TJ that would lead me into that anyways. Oh, well, by all means. It sounds yeah. like you've already got a... It sounds like you've already got a track to go on for this freestyle episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm railroading this. Don't Shoot. want it too sandboxy. Anywho. So, I guess my question is, TJ, is it very specifically that you don't think minimum wage should be raised by the federal government? Or that you don't think minimum wage should be raised at all, even by the states? Or that you don't think that any form of giving people more money should be happening. No, I do think people should get more money when it's okay. able. I don't think right now either state or federal should raise minimum wage. Okay, so my, my first my first thought is because um, this is closest to what we're talking about, is I personally think that uh, I, I disagree. First of all, I disagree that minimum wage should not be raised. 
The reason I think minimum wage should be raised is because I believe that in every state, based on the cost of living, minim a minimum wage job in that state should be able to pay for the lowest average housing with half a month's work. So basically, I think that there should be a system that that records and calculates what the average lowest cost living spot is. So that, that's to say, like, you know, there are going to be some shitholes that are, like, redonkulously cheap. I don't think it should be set on that because not everybody can live in the redonkulously cheap shitholes. So, like, I don't know, the bottom, average of the bottom 5 to 10% of housing... I think we should have a system in place that records all cost of livings and then minimum wage should be double that a month's rent at that place. That is what I think should be happening. So I'm and curious if, if you've ever heard of the guideline of uh, what you pay for your your home, your housing should be a third of your income. No, I didn't know that. And if that's what yeah. if that's what somebody smarter than me is saying, then sure. Well, I wouldn't jump immediately to assuming they're smarter than anybody. Uh that's an old that's like that's like boomer age pointers. The problem is like that's what some apartment places and living places require to even allow you to that's why they want proof of yeah. what you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Which some places are worse than others. Like the place that we live at, I don't think, I think they've got a more liberal uh, window. But from my understanding, like there's places in California and it's a state situation. Like there's state laws mm -hmm. where they're not allowed to let you rent the apartment unless you meet a specific minimum bracket of pay and some people just don't and i don't understand like i don't where do you expect them to be able to live yeah i don't think it's a state thing because i used to live in davis california which is you know college town uc davis throughout my stay there i basically bounced between apartments that didn't did not require me to prove how much i was making so I don't think it's a state thing, because if that is the case, I don't know how they could not ask me every time to prove how much I'm making. Yeah, I'm. I I don't know. This is this is stuff that I heard through the grapevine. Again, not super not qualified <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, none of us uh, are definitely qualified. That's for sure. <laughs> but from my understanding, that is some component of it somewhere with something which like kind of doesn't. It just doesn't click in my brain. It's like, how how do you expect them to have space to live out of? Okay, well, to take all the specifics out of it and basically boil it down to a standard idea, I think that, that minimum wage should be a percent of minimum cost of living in an area where the yeah. idea is that the minimum wage is more than a hundred percent of minimum rent are you okay with that tj i think so 
I think so. that is effectively what the point of raising the minimum wage is. And I get that. I guess for me, I just see it as if it, if they did it right now, the way people, because I just see a lot of uproar about it, which I understand. I do. Because um, mm. I know there's a lot of people that don't make what they should make. And I want them to make what they should make. So it's not about me not wanting people to make what they should and need to make. It's more, I feel like a lot of people that I've had experience with don't understand business and the business side and how much them doing that could hurt businesses and actually ultimately hurt more people than help. Uh, once you get into f- them firing people and stuff like that to balance yeah. out. Because um, the the problem is we're talking about raising the bottom bottom level, right, TJ? Yeah. Of of one piece of all this. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just no, you're good. was like, yeah, you're hitting the nail on the head. That's all. Yeah. So, I mean, because I look at it like, so I did. I do like the. I think about because I try to think about how I'm going to expand my business. What I what I would do, mm-hmm. and how I would how I would do things. I think there's uh, certain people, and this falls back into I forget which episode it was that we talked about where the rich should do more to help. <laughs> that and, was demominism. Yeah. So one of the things where I would do is because I have all these businesses that I would like to start. And I know people, I have friends that could run those businesses. So for every business I have, I would take less money on every single business that I own. If that makes sense? Yeah. To keep the same yearly income that I have. Because I don't need more than whatever I want within that. And then that means the less money I take per business is more money back into that business. Specifically. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's the idea that you you have an idea in your head of what you are comfortable making with in a year to per- perpetuate your ideal lifestyle, and you wouldn't take more than you needed. So I think part of it is that the those other people, and I don't want to call them greedy, because it's not, because they are technically getting what they deserve. I'm, I'm willing to call them greedy. <laughs> um could be taking less and putting more money into their business and then mm-hmm. into their employees. And I think businesses should be raising their own wages. And I know it's like a pipe dream. Like I so idealistic cuz people aren't going to do that sadly cuz they just want more and more and more. Which is good to an extent. Um but so like when I when I I do it I call it like the million dollar business plan ideas mm-hmm. so if i only have one business then me as the owner should make the most out of anyone in that business that's fair to say right yeah so let's make it easy i make a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars off of my business so now the business is automatically down to nine hundred thousand dollars this is on a million dollar income per year for the business so then Let's say all the business expenses per year cost like a quarter of a million. So now you're down to would it be seven fifty? No, six fifty. Um, to get that business going, you have to pay back a loan. 
that's like a hundred thousand. So now you're down to um five fifty. Five fifty. So let's say you have to have twelve people that work for you. Mm-hmm. A couple of those people are gonna be managers. So you're making a hundred. So let's say your managers make eighty thousand. So that's a hundred and sixty thousand here. So now you're down to what? Uh four uh, 390, 340. right? No, 340? yeah, 390, 390. Three, 390. That's two people. So the other 10 couldn't make... 39,000. Each. Yep. And that, that's, that, that hits the 390. So they actually have to make less. So they can make 30,000. Um, and that leaves a very small amount to grow your business then. Because you want to set aside money for your business to grow your business. Yeah. And that's with 12 people. If you need more people, then everyone takes a big chunk. So if you're only making a million, but you need a lot of manpower, it's just, it's a lot of things to think about that I feel like people don't actually think about. And they just automatically are like, oh yeah, they need to wait, raise the wages and that'll fix everything. Yeah, that's fair. Um... I, it's weird. I was going to praise you initially because you didn't say something that I'm really glad you didn't say, but then you kind of came back to it. Uh, one of the problems I have when it, when it, whenever anybody talks about raising the minimum wage, there's always these dumb motherfuckers. And yeah, I'm going to be... Matt being polarizing yeah, as Matt usual. Being <laughs> thank you. There's always these fucking idiots that are like, you can't raise the minimum wage. I'm not going to make as much as a burger flipper. I'm doing more work than them. And it's like... You shouldn't... Be trying to keep them down so you can feel better. You should be like, well, if the burger flipper is making this much... Then is not my time also worth more? Like, yeah. that's the point. We uh, Raising the minimum wage, the entire point of raising the min- minimum wage is raising the, the, the minimum that you can value a person's time at. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Because here comes the other side of the problem of this whole process of let's just raise the minimum uh-huh. wage and that'll solve the problem. Is, like you said, raising the minimum wage, lifting the bottom, that means everybody above that is going to expect, and rightfully so, I might add, because you're talking about the value of time, Mm -hmm. equal to or greater than raises Mm -hmm. that those people experienced. So you're now not talking about a linear growth model. (laughs) You're now talking about an exponential growth model of cost for literally every company. That has a minimum wage employee. Mm-hmm. Which then means the exponential growth in cost is going to be paired with an exponential reduction in things that cost the company money. To include people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, is, which means by raising the minimum wage, you are effectively causing people to go to zero dollars of income. Not increasing the income. And that's not going to affect everybody. That's totally fair. That's a fair argument. And in fact, I'm betting a lot of companies out there have some waste in the employee and other expenditures department for that matter. Yeah. 
especially after the COVID experience the world has had, I think we've all proven that needing a brick and mortar location for a job is not necessarily true and rent slash taxes for buildings is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. So that would be a place to cut. Are companies going to do that? Probably not because real estate's really valuable. But anyway, point is, by exponentially increasing the expenses on manpower, the company will have to exponentially cut expenses across mm -hmm. the board to include manpower. So while you're raising the value of people's positions, you're also cutting out a third of those positions, effectively reducing them to zero instead of raising them. I also would like to say, because you bring up <laughs> the bigger flipper. So I don't think people think, I think there are a lot of people who think wrong about like companies like McDonald's and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. that obviously McDonald's makes endless amounts of money. Corporate makes that money, truly. Mm -hmm. um, there are people that own the McDonald's. And I forget exactly how it works, and I forget the terminologies. But basically, someone else owns the McDonald's, like, in our local area. A franchise. Yeah, franchise. Most of them are franchises. Mm -hmm. So that works differently than... They don't have that endless amount of money behind them through McDonald's. If I mean, that makes sense. They should have some support for McDonald's. If they don't, then I'm also they arguing for that. They have... I'm sure they have support. But A large portion degree, of where they have support and i don't know this for a fact this is me spitballing from being in the sales division of a company a large portion of that support that you're talking about is the fact that they don't need to spend like they, they can choose to see and they don't need to spend on marketing at fucking yeah. all yeah like nobody in the world with some exceptions sticklers out there doesn't know the names McDonald's and Burger King to a lesser extent. Oh, good KFC, same way. Yeah. So you don't have to spend on marketing, which is the biggest global industry and always will be on the planet. Yeah. So, so. I mean, and I guess I'm just trying to help give people more thought into this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, here's Here's where my thought goes, unless somebody else wanted to add something to where we are immediately at. I'm going to circle back a bit. No, that's fine. Um, so I, I brought up that I really hate it when people don't want the minimum wage to raise because they somehow think that, the, that this devalues their job, when really they should be asking more for their job uh, as a reaction to that and not trying to keep people down. Um, and then in TJ, describing his model was like, all right, well, if I'm making a million dollars in my business and I want to be paid $100,000, then of course, everybody below me will be paid less. That part makes sense. The thing that I thought was weird is the discrepancies between pay. I think they should be less. I think that a manager should not make over double what his workers make. I think that reducing those divisions both makes everybody get paid more and 
makes it more feasible to ask more of people and to expect them to move up in the company and will encourage if if i i don't like the culture of not talking about how much you make it's kind of started to die but i think it's a problem yeah and if i know it's actually super unhealthy yeah. just as a quick note on that yeah, yeah. and if i, I know that i'm making thirty thousand dollars and that my boss is making fifty thousand dollars it doesn't f it, it like if i'm making thirty thousand and he's making eighty thousand it feels like a completely unstretchable gulf of difference and the power dynamic and all that fucking shit that we do not need to get into right now but even if you reduce it to fifty thousand, it's like it becomes more attainable it becomes like all right well he's not making that much more than me i should be doing a decent portion of the work as long as he's also doing his work and that is something that i can obtain you know what i mean does this make sense yeah. it makes sense yeah but at the same time you're talking about reducing the gap between uh positions a lot of times positions aren't in like an org chart is very rarely just a period yeah is the problem because then you'll have you'll have people who are adjacent to each other even in the same department but like the org charts used for more than just pay scale i guess you'd have to like break it out yeah no as you look at things yeah more realistically they get infinitely more complicated yeah i, I which is which is why a simple basic. solution like raising the minimum wage to 15 dollars is not gonna fix things and is more liable to break things my argument here is not don't do it. My argument is come with a more complete solution. And that's an excellent segue into that other point I wanted to talk about. How do y'all motherfuckers... But I did cut TJ off. Oh, sorry, go ahead, so TJ. I, no, no, just I was, to make sure he gets his thing I, in. I was pretty much going to say what you were going to say, Dan. Okay. So that's all. Nice. Great minds think alike, buddy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How do y'all motherfuckers feel about UBI? I am a fan I of it. I don't know what that is. Universal yeah, basic is income. Either. It is the idea that the government would pay everybody a month an amount. And so jobs, and this amount would be based on cost of living. And so jobs wouldn't need to, the jobs would actually be able to reduce pay because they wouldn't need to worry about making sure that somebody could live off of their income. They would simply, like, that would be extra fluff. That would be the, sh the money that you, like, UBI would cover living and food you know whatever your state decides to wrap into living and food you know probably rent utilities food ideally internet but and whatever division that the government wants to take over for ubi versus expects that the um person working the job covers perhaps utilities and internet uh, that's fine but then that, that's what you would be doing. You would be working to make your life more comfortable. You would be working to have internet. You'd be working to have more than just a standard trip to the grocery store. You know, stuff like that. I am and I mean, ideally, ideally, yeah, that'd be awesome. But uh, I don't. I was expecting you to hate this because you hate the government. I don't like the government. I mean, you. every time I bring up the government regulating something, you seem to be more against than for. So, hate the government. Wait. 
a extreme way to put that as I am want to do. <laughs> I think you have to be very careful about regulations. <laughs> so, okay. Let me let me pose a uh, question. Where's that money going to come from, Matt? Yeah, that was that was one of my things. Um I don't know, reduction reductions in the budget elsewhere. <laughs> I think I think uh, the government's budget is <laughs> super fucked, anyways. Well, that's true. I would agree with that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, anyone disagrees with that. But how many Americans? And, we okay, already so did it. We did a, it during COVID. We gave everybody money, uh, which was not enough to pay for the things that you're describing. Yeah, and that yes. got considered in your taxes. So they didn't give it to you. They loaned it to you. <laughs> yes. No, this is a system that has basically are, never been tried. Are, are you... Are, did you say that would include utility, utilities? I don't know what it would include. Do you know what I mean? Like, there, I, as far as I know, there are a couple of Nordic nations that do this, and I haven't looked into exactly the effects. But they see... Nordic, like, Sweden and shit seem to be doing pretty well. They're pretty happy and shit. Uh, Yang wants to do this and he suggested it a couple times he's trying to get it to work in small scale in states instead of in governments he's trying to be the mayor of New York now I think or he is I don't know so I, I'd also like to just throw out there I would love for this to be the case I would yeah. love to not have to worry about my job in relation to being able to live. have the minimum yeah. necessities to live so this is uh, and, and this is where it gets even more because obviously this is a super complicated mm -hmm. issue and I don't want to get too deep. I mean, we could, I'd be happy to in our thought process of trying to think through it. But like one of my biggest things is right now. So we're trying to be a healthier nation. So the cost of food is actually ridiculously high. Yeah. If they wanted it to be. Proper. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from markups. Well, yeah, mm. and part of it has to do with the entire process because yeah. there's so many steps between food existing and then you being able to buy it mm -hmm. in the store. And each step there's there's an in there's that markup you're talking about, Matt, because everyone's trying to make yeah. a profit. And if they raise the minimum wage, then food would increase in price. Prices right. Literally, but this is an argument against raising price. the minimum yeah. wage. This is actually an yeah. argument, no, no, possibly see, yeah, to, to, lower. to lower the minimum wage. I still think, and that's where some of that money could well, come yeah. from. You could say, like, well, all businesses just had minimum wage lowered, so you can increase business tax. Don't increase it to the point where you know it would just make up for the loss of minimum wage, but you know what I mean. I do think it's possible. I think there's a lot of things that have to be set in place first. Like yeah, fixing no, absolutely. insurance. <laughs> and stuff like that. God, that's a whole fucking episode on yeah. its own. Insurance, yeah. Jesus. Um, but that would need to be more manageable then. And so, okay, so. Yeah, no, I did, I I did suggest an idea that has never been tested on the scale of America. And knowing how some people use food food stamp not food stamps but like 
What what is I forget what it's called, but people who actually get money from the government right now. EBT? Is that what you're thinking of? Welfare? Welfare. That. Okay. <laughs> people um, misuse that <laughs> already. Yeah, well, unfortunately, so... you can't control what people do. You can only... No, I know. So, in this scenario, they pay us so much to cover those things. That's not going to say that people are actually going to use the money for that. I mean, that's the other thing. If you give people UBI, you reduce welfare. Like oh, say say cur- say currently somebody is making twelve hundred a month in welfare. You give them a thousand bucks a month in UBI. They are now only getting two hundred a month in, in welfare. Say they're making eight hundred. You still give them the two hundred or er, the the thousand in UBI. Everybody's getting a thousand, but now you don't have to pay that guy's welfare. So eight hundred of his money at least is coming from what you were giving to him in welfare. I would I would argue that UBI would probably be a component of the welfare system and yeah. it would be it should be insanely hard to get anything beyond yeah. UBI because the intent of UBI as you're defining it is an amount of so money that, that you can live on. What yeah, which is what welfare is supposed yeah. to be, air quotes. And and I guess the big question one of the big questions is what determines basic living? Yeah, because that's different on location. Like I said, I I think it should be rent, utilities, and food. That's not what I know. Like, what what is the minimum cost to live somewhere, TJ, right? No. So we live in a two-bedroom, full-basement house. Mm -hmm. What is basic living per person? What's that house look like? Is it an apartment? Is it a house? In the same way that earlier I said that we should, you know, 10% of the bottom 10% of living costs rent-wise, and then the bottom 10% or an average electricity cost and average food bill. And I guess I see it. Does anything change then if we, like, if we implemented that right now instead of welfare? (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean... Kind of. That is something that people can rely on. Like, if you know you're making a thousand bucks a month, every month, then you can rely on that money. You can you can, you can, can know that your rent's paid for, you can know that you have electricity, and you can know that you have food. You can make a lot of different decisions once you know these things. You can quit your job and live bare minimum for a while, not worrying about just living, and look for a better job. I think if we put the system in place correctly, people would be happier. Like, you would be able to be happier. Because you could stop that job that you fucking hate. And then, people are going to have to pay you more to get you to do jobs that you hate. Now, I still think that you could reduce pay, because you're now paying people with the idea that they don't need to live off of your pay, they just need to thrive off of your pay i have i have a a note real quick that may help delineate that because i think one of the questions that might be feeding some of the points that are being made is where's the line of what this what this is intended to be used for and covered and then what would private sector jobs be intended to pay for like provide funds for Mm. kind of thing are we are we here all familiar with Maslow's hierarchy yes. of needs? No. 
Okay, so I'm going to post a picture in podcast, and that works out perfectly because I'm sure there's going to be some listeners at some point who aren't 100% Google sure. Google it. So there's there's a more simplified one. Uh, this one has this one is has more things, some of which I don't necessarily agree with, but just to help you have an understanding of what they each mean. I have seen this before, and I, I didn't realize that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So I think the line for UBI and for for our listeners, Maslow's hierarchy of needs at its basic level has five pieces of a pyramid stacked on top of each other. The bottom, which is the largest, is your physiological needs. So food, water, warmth, and shelter, essentially. And then the next level is your safety and security needs. So that's general safety, such as personal security, being able to protect your belongings, knowing that you're not going to get attacked on any given day, uh, having the ability or potential to be healthy, uh, that you can act on things like that. Those are the basic needs for survival, as explained by Maslow's hierarchy of needs. At the very bottom, it's the minimum to be alive. And then the safety needs is the minimum to be alive and stay alive. And that, I think, is what UBI yes. should be intended to cover from my understanding of the conversation. Yeah. Then the next two layers on this pyramid cake are essentially it's listed as love and belonging but basically the ability to make connections with other people which if you've ever been in a relationship a romantic relationship you know that shit costs money <laughs> <laughs> and then the level above that is self-esteem or esteem needs so the feeling of respect, accomplishment, status, the ability to kind of have the freedom to do something of what you want. Like for us, it's recording this podcast, playing video games, stuff like that. So basically, basic needs, what I feel we're suggesting as a group here, if UBI was a thing, basic needs should be covered by UBI. Mm -hmm. To an extent, there's there's like the upper level of safety needs technically suggests maybe like clothing somewhere in that those bottom two rungs of this pyramid, because social expectation is don't walk around naked in most of yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, but like I could see the argument for maybe that one kind of falls to a certain degree into psychological needs, because like basic needs. Yeah, you could go out and buy a hemp shirt and some hemp pants and some, you know, you know or go, go to Goodwill, good. get some you know, not great secondhand shit. Yeah, but I need my bougie underwear. Matt. Well, that's that's what you <laughs> like. I said, UBI covers your ability to live. Jobs would cover your ability mm -hmm. to thrive, to get your bougie Those underwear. Are, I guess exactly, which would fall under the psychological needs. And then I just have one last point for explaining why I think the pyramid's a good structure for this. The Maslow Tippity thing, the yeah, the the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, if you will is referred to as something called self-actualization or self-fulfillment needs. That is the piece of the puzzle where you grow as a person. You need everything below it, at least to some level of functional, before you can actually look at growing yourself, which is a huge thing that I think is overlooked in a lot of the systems. You know, there's always the argument of, well, there's opportunity for people in, you know, situations to get themselves out of it. Not really if they don't have what meets these other four rungs of this pyramid. 
But that's another argument. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I- the self-actualization piece, I feel, comes from kind of what you guys were hinting at before. That comes from you making the choice to budget with the funds you have and set something aside to do these kinds of things and finding other avenues of income. Like, I think that should be even beyond a private sector job. You need to make the extra step to use your free funds to get the tools to self-actualize or to make the choices to self-actualize, like taking an online course, um, getting some video editing software and doing that in your spare time if you want, things like that. So just the basic breakout is basic needs UBI, psychological needs, um, private sector job, self-actualization is on you to make the space with the budget you have from those two things to do. That's how I've kind of been breaking it out as we've talked about it. Yes, and I think currently a a job is supposed to cover all four of the bottom ones, and you are supposed to save and scrimp and be smart and achieve the top self-actualization yourself. And so I'm, yes, I am basically arguing that if people had a guaranteed amount of money they made a month that would support them on the sec- the bottom two, that they could make certain choices they can't currently make. Like Dan was saying, you were saying that you think it was different. I don't think it is different. I think that the ability to quit a job you hate that is hurting you physically or psychologically and look for something else when you know your basic living needs are met, I think that is a valuable tool. Yeah, I think that would fall under esteem and belonging. If you hate your job, you probably don't yep. feel like you belong and you don't feel very good about yourself for choosing to do it. But in the current system, you don't have the choice to do that because it's fulfilling the yep. bottom two rungs of this pyramid. Also, I just with within that, I feel like there has to be a regulation of some sort that forces people to spend the money correctly. I mean, yeah, they're spending it on their living. It would almost have to be paid from from party A, in this case the government, to party B, in this case rent. Yeah. And then you'd get a stipend for the other expenses. I disagree. Kind of thing. I think that if we have a system in place that guarantees you have enough money to live and you fuck it up, get fucked. I also think currently in the system that we have, most people don't need to be forced to pay their rent like people already know there are already life teaches you that you need to pay rent you need to buy food so i i, I don't know i feel like i feel like you're worrying about something that the, isn't that big of a problem and the lower lower low levels of the u.s i think it's a very big problem <laughs> for a lot of people Oh, and for multiple different reasons as to why that is that I don't want to get into. There's a few other components to it as well. Like, okay, well, what if I go move back in with one of my parents, which I wouldn't do. But for example, like I'm out, I'm on my own. I'm getting UBI. I'm doing the doing the do grinding. I'm like, you know, my parents only live like 10 minutes further from work than I do. Let me go move back in with them. I'm still getting the same amount of UBI. Yes. Like, and that would be money that you could, I use. no longer have. Cause you would, I, I think you would start getting this at 18 and that would be like, you know, kids, it would basically like, 
pay for some of your education. Also. That would be nice. I... I loop back around to my initial question of where's all this fucking money coming and from. And some of it's coming from, you know, getting rid of a bunch of systems that already give people money because they can't figure out how to live on their own or life has fucked them or they have a disability or what have you. Some of it's coming from there. Some of it would have to come from a rebudgeting of the entire system. Like, yes, this is a massive change. Yeah. Some of it would be able to be supported by my demominism argument where we should not let people be as rich as they want to be when it's useless. I was going to say, so is everybody getting yes. this? Or yes. Yeah, there's... All right. Yeah. So Bill Gates yes. is Bill Gates is getting $1,000. Okay. It is a drop in the bucket. Gotcha. Not even. It is like the th well, thinking about a drop in the what bucket. I thought... That's not what I thought thought you were going to say to that question and i'm very happy that is what you've said to you that thought question. i was gonna say no fuck bill gates he has enough money i thought no. you're i thought you're gonna say after a certain nope. point of earning Every, in the private sector everybody we're should get off. <laughs> okay yeah that is how that should work that everyone does it and then anything if, if something happens to bill that. gates and he loses all of his money he's still getting ubi he could still live <laughs> in a shit-ass apartment next door to me. I don't live in a shit-ass apartment, but it was funnier that way. Yeah, that's what, and that was part of what I was questioning too, because I figured out like I would need fifteen hundred a month to stay in your current house. To cover, yeah, which but that's not basic not that. needs. You're thriving, my dude. Uh, <laughs> I think he gets to make that decision, Matt. Far from thriving. And that's maybe fair. I don't think you have a shitty living situation, things. though. No, you could no, have a better all. one, but you could have a worse one as well. And basic oh, yeah. needs are below so, what I think you're living at right now. Here's my uh, question. Here's 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 another way to frame the question. Uh. How is this different than the No Child Left Behind Act? Um, isn't that about education? All right. Peel your brain out from the specifics uh -huh. for a second. The No Child Left Behind Act is about raising the worst performing... Actually, so what it was advertised as was pulling up the lowest performing bracket and lifting them up so they can perform with the rest of of the educational mm -hmm. group. What actually happens is they grab everybody who's not in the lowest performing bracket and pull that shit down so that everybody's performing at the same level, which happens to be the lowest level. Cause it's a lot easier to slow good people down than the speed, bad people. Yes. Up. It has effectively atrophied the education system for anyone who is not in the lowest or lower performing brackets. How is this any different than doing that? I don't think it would pull people down. Uh, I, but, think it, I think it could. But we just talked about how people would lose their jobs because of 
raising the minimum wage or increasing the minimum income. So people in middle jobs like myself, for example, would probably get cut because as much as I like to talk a big game about what I do being very important and slash essential for the company, <laughs> realistically, they were functioning before I came along. Mm -hmm. So I would I would then be brought down to that lower level I mean, because of these changes. Are we talking about this in the, in the frame of UBI or in the frame of minimum... Raising minimum wage. I, have we jump tracked? They're, they're the same thing. You're increasing the lowest level one way or another. But with UBI, you're increasing In fact, every UBI, level. which means it would be even more expensive, though it would be coming from the government, which the solution that you suggested was increasing business tax. Yes. Which is going to have the same function. Increasing business tax at a rate that does not exceed the minimum wage that we just cut i am also arguing for minimum wage being lowered because people are getting ubi i right you're lowering so you're more trying people to have essentially more money they can spend in more places giving businesses more money i don't think this would affect businesses as much as you think it would <laughs> go ahead please rip me a new one i think i think a lot of people would take the cop out I think there's a large majority that would hit the bottom because they'd be like, well, I have food and whatever, and I'll make it work. A lot of lazy people, I should say, that would do that. Um, which means a lot of jobs would be empty. <laughs> now there would be people to step into that, I'm sure. But to what degree would be really hard to say. And I think a lot of businesses yeah. would end up shutting, shutting down. We're getting to the point where we need to make assumptions to fill yeah. these holes yeah. and we can't kind of thing. <sighs> I mean, idealistically, yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd be great. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. We're, we're now at the point where, like, without proper theoretical models of impact, we can't really make decisions on how to take this ghost question or this this box you know theory that we're creating forward this more. theory in a vacuum because we we can't take it out of the yeah because we keep we keep falling back on the same arguments of well how well it would be this well that doesn't well, work an interesting and then, example but it could work you know an interesting example now this is not a hundred percent because there are different qualifications or disqualifications on how you abused it but the unemployment through COVID <laughs> that was paying people way more than if they were actually working. <laughs> That's another thing. You could get rid it, of unemployment. Eh. Yeah. But I mean, like, so within that example, people just didn't go to work. Because why? If you have that much money not working. Man, yes, not working would be that much money. Working. You say that much money. I... <laughs> Those stimulus checks. Y yeah. Not the, stimu uh, not the stimulus checks. He's talking about unemployment, but I... Unemployment? Oh, yes, there oh. will be some people that are like, oh, I can have, you know, living taken care of? Sure, I'll just be a fucking drain on the system. You're going to have those people no matter what the fucking system is. You're going to have welfare. Oh, I know you're going to have unemployment. You're going to have all that shit. So, yes, you're going to have the fucking assholes who don't want to live life and just want to exist, and they take the easy way out. Uh, they're a drain on the system no matter what the system is, so I don't really 
see the point in trying to take special accounts for them in a new system. I, I personally don't understand the concept of just wanting to exist. I want to do the things I want to do and that costs more than I would expect UBI to cover. And I would hope that the majority of people are like that and yes, the other people are drains in the system. I also wonder how that would expect, uh, in fact, affect small business too. I mean, we just like we I said, I think there would be more money implemented in the hands of more people, so they could spend it on more businesses, and that would help business. I also think you know Timmy Timmy Tuesday, fucking could, Timmy, you know, out of high school take a year off and really be a person and not have to work to finance the college that he's going to go into that he doesn't really know what he wants to do and he could just live for a little while and then be like all right well now you know living with my parents doing my own thing figuring it all out i'm i know what i want to do we would be we would be back to the hippie day and i have some money to put into college <laughs> and i'm going to have some money to put into college every month I think a lot of people would do what Dan said, actually. What? I think a lot of people would start living together or uh, yeah. like living with your parents and then just collecting that money. I mean, we're already getting to that point because the income now isn't I mean, enough. I I don't know if I've told you both this. I, is this is this also taxed? It shouldn't be. Money from the government probably shouldn't be going back to the government. It's kind of a weird... It's, well, it's, well, let me tell it's you. It's like you would be spending more money to make sure the government gets back its share of its money. Like, I, I would like you to know think that if the government did UBI, income is taxed. What? <laughs> did you know every government employee's income is yeah, taxed? Yeah, and that's dumb. <laughs> I would, I would think, although the money that goes into figuring out what a government employee should be paid minus tax to account for them not being taxed might even take more money. I don't know. I would like to think that the numbers that were constructed to pay people UBI would be constructed with like with the idea that they wouldn't be taxed in mind. Just since we're making a new system here. I yeah, would, that would, I would hope. love to create based on all the conversations we've had. I would love to have an episode to build the between the three of us like our ideal world. <laughs> be interesting just an expansion of our ideal houses yeah well that and the i feel like i've already kind of constructed my ideal world in in demominism yeah but to build upon it and to theoretically think it through i don't know if you guys would be interested in an episode that or if our viewers would be interested in hearing an episode like that what i totally missed the plot of this proposed episode ideal world our ideal world Ideal world. <laughs> It'd be interesting to go back and forth between the three of us because we obviously, I think me and Dan would have the closer world of ideal. Here's here's the problem. I have like ideas of what I would like, and I was gonna bring this up earlier. Every time I bring up an idea, I'm fairly like I hope people use this in the right way, and the people that you're gonna use it in the wrong way, or. <laughs> You know, every system will have to adjust to account for them. Whereas you two are both like, Matt, people are going to try and fuck your system. 
and it's like, yes, they are already fucking this system, though. Um, but once you... If only everybody was a yeah. decent human being. Yeah. I mean, that's... Fucking I mean... We, we say that, but we also do that. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? At a different degree. Like, going back to... Um, this is a really silly way to put it, but, like, how I try to break the Halo game and break the system. Okay, but that's not that's, breaking the fucking that is government. totally different. Yeah, we're talking about social systems that impact other people and yeah, budgets, Yeah, what you do TJ. to fucking Halo are doesn't saying, affect my life. What I'm saying is... If you don't, if you see a way to abuse the system, are you guys saying you would never take that way? Correct. Yes. I have never, I never have, and I would not. Yes, I am saying that I am a better person than you thought I was, apparently. Uh, I just, I'm saying it. If wow. I, if there was a way to abuse the system, and it <laughs> you're a shithead sometimes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it kind of hurts that TJ thinks I would do that. So yeah, I was, I was well, kind of coming saying, back with a little saying, spice. I'm not saying I would not abuse the system if I knew and could do it without hurting others. I feel like the without hurting others part really puts us in a different frame. And I feel like abusing the system intrinsically hurts others. So I don't understand the situation where abusing the system does not hurt others. Like the only way I see that happening is the government printed some extra money and it happened to land on your doorstep and you decided to keep it because there was a sticky note on it that said the government printed extra money. We were going to burn it. But if it got out into the wild, it would only maybe affect (laughs) inflation a little bit, possibly. Sorry, Dan. I to your I think your vague point you were making there. The question then becomes how many steps removed do you have to be to say it's no longer affecting others? Because mm-hmm. I I kind of get your point of like, if you perceive that it's not going to negatively affect other people, you'd be like, eh, yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe it's not that big of a deal. The issue is you perceiving it's not going to affect others does, does mean not it's mean not. it's not affecting others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know because I, I know yeah. good people with their own businesses that abuse the tax system and abuse certain things. Well, that's because the system's inherently fucking abusive. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I I feel like that's another component to the argument is like, if the system's abusing you, you're more likely to abuse it. If the system was fair and balanced, then people would be less likely to try and find ways to come up with abusing it. There's still always going to be those shitheads. Like Matt keeps saying, but I totally you know. agree. I just think it's that was just an interesting part of that. Yeah, no, it was definitely an to, interesting to, space to, to humor to you, fair. TJ. If I found a hole in the system and I knew nobody was going to get hurt by my abuse of it, I would be ever so slightly more inclined to do it. I would like to think that I wouldn't. But, you know, when a fairy comes out of the forest and says, do you want immortality? It's not going to hurt. I'm, you know, I'm going to be tempted. (laughs) Exactly. It just. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to think the world is a better place than how I've grown more cold hearted to it. But uh, who knows? 
Oh my god, such an edgelord millennial. I mean, I, I would also certainly like to think that, you know, with all the movements and shit, people are becoming more aware of all the impacts of all the things. And more aware that old people yeah. fucking suck and they're ruining shit. And that we have to be better if we want the Earth to fucking survive. But yes, I would also like to think that we're doing a better job on average going forward. But uh, I think that's about sums up our episode. I definitely would what love to hear people's episode. thoughts about all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any other final thoughts? Um, if the Galactic Federation is out there, please just come down and give us something better to be worried about. <laughs> yeah, we really need something to focus on so that we can make everything better. You yeah. want to just do a little, a little fake invasion? Yeah, that's, that's like the saddest truth. If we had like an ultimate goal like that, so many things would get cleared up and made better. Yeah, a unifying I mean, we feel scenario. like we have a unifying scenario yeah. in the fact that we are fucking the planet's ecosystem, but nobody seems to want to worry about that. No, that's not... See, that's not an Forced immediate... unifying... Yeah, that's not, that's not something tangible to people. Also, it's not agreed upon by everybody. <laughs> God, we should stop this episode before we get into more <laughs> I'm just, shit. I'm just, I'm just saying it's, it's not. It, I'm not saying I You are correct, <laughs> and that is extremely frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the earth is flat for some people, so you know. What else? Okay, so... Actually, it is flat for no people. I did not see it. Just to specify. Huh? Hey, fucking wrap it up, TJ. Let's get out of here. <laughs> this has been the Wax Show. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, TJ. I am Comrade Matt of the UBI. <laughs> and I'm Dan. Yeah. And uh, that's been our show. Thank you. Bye. Bye.